Everybody, hold on. Good morning, boys. Lili Nishmasi, Mimirosi, Rizbas Mordechai. I want to start off with a quick video, if you don't mind. It's uh, actually a two-part video. The guy didn't realize it's going to be a part two. This is why you stand behind your car when the least guy return, the least return guy takes it away. I guess in America, when you lease a car, they come and they take it from your house. There's some things in a car that just are too sentimental and aren't easy to replace. Here we go. Thank you. Oh, oh, <laughs> hold on. Here it goes. I forgot to take this off. There we go, this is. <laughs> We got these bumper stickers. It's the most, most important part. Take care. Hey, if anybody wants bumper stickers, I have here. But first of all, we have a bunch of guests here. We got to talk to the guests for a second. Shalom Aleichem. Your name is? Menachem El. Menachem El. Aleichem. All the way from London. Been with us since Mesechte Sukkah. You need one of these? Which one do you want? There's a bunch. Th- this doesn't exist anymore. We're going to put it back in there. So no, it's a, it's a it's chashev. It's an antique. Yeah, you could have one of these. What's your name? Hillel Jachter. From Teaneck, New Jersey. Joel Mizrahi's friend. <laughs> He's right here, the father. Wow, how do you know him? Here, Sadik, take these. Oh, anybody want this? You don't even know what that is. You don't even know what that is. Okay, Shalom what's your name? David Joseph from? Also, you guys know each other? Same from where? Now we do. Oh, now you do. No, seriously, just no, met. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know him. Do you know that you guys do the same shear? No. 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 Wow. So London is more than a few blocks? Yeah. Uh, no, they just don't speak to each other. You know how many people are here around in the shear today now? Just here in the room. Shalom Aleichem, you, your father, Shalom Aleichem, and you are? Martin Lipschitz. Martin You wrote me a bunch of emails, didn't you? Okay. Who else wants? Who has a car that wants to put this on? Oh, I got to save one for... Here, put it out. Here, give them out. This way, that way, that way. Okay. Are you going to be quiet the whole week? You can get one of these. Okay, get, you take one, give him one. Fine. Um, that just means we don't have enough emails. My boy said, check out this uh, new ad. I love this ad. Uh, Benny, there's a shear going on here. Ah, okay. Give Benny a, a here, give give him quickly before it runs out. Rabbi said this wasn't this week's Ami. 
I think sponsored by Yossi Klein. But I love the top. I think it's perfect for Parshish Kaira. Hasidish, Litvish, Yeshivish, Svardik. This is an actual picture taken in the New York Shire where the 800 people showed up. That's the picture. Kairach va'adosoi. Loisiyah ki kairach va'adosoi. Bunch of shalom. Shavua tov. Should I tell you guys a story? I wanted to say on, on Erev Shabbos, the story when it spoke about shalom, but we were running out of time. I'll tell it to you real quickly. I thought it was a Givaldic story. It's one of the... A story I really despise. It makes me mad, the story, but I'll say it anyways. There was a guy that was very, very friendly with somebody that went through the war and he invited him every Shabbos. This old man would come to him and eat by him. One Shabbos, this old man gave Musr to the son that was sitting there at the table. So the Balabas told him off. He said, listen, it's my son. Let me be Mechanachim. What are you telling him what to do? The guy got up in the middle of the meal. He walked out of the house. For weeks, months, he, he didn't come back. The Balabas felt bad. His friend for years been coming over. So he reached out to him and he apologized. And, eh, you know, it happens. So the guy came back. The guy comes back. And after Shabbos, he says, listen, you know, I left. When I left, I took you off my Yerusha. But now, I put you back in the Yerusha. Here, he gives him the star. This is the new will. Okay. A few years go by and he's nifter. So the guy takes the, the will, lawyer, this, go to, goes to court to see what's going on. He finds out his fouls. The old man that went through Auschwitz left $6 million. But it seems like this Balabas, his own mechutan, did some foilish stick and kept the original will and put it on his name and stole all his money. So he raised his name, did some this, and ignored the following, the, the, the updated shtar. So he goes to Rav Vosner. He says, what should I do? So Rav Vosner says, listen, Allah, you're 100% right. You get the, at least half the Yerusha. I think the Mechutah might have been 50-50 with him. You get your $3 million. But the famous line, from Vitor, you never lose. Giving in, you never lose. So the guy took a match, burnt the shtar, burnt it. And he went to family Simchas and he sees his mechutah and Shem Aleichem, where are you? The guy thought that he doesn't know, he knew everything, how he stole the $3 million from him. And they went on like this. And later on, a few years later, he bumped into Rav Ozner again. He was sure Rav Ozner wouldn't remember him. Rav Ozner looked at him, he says, No, from Vitor do you lose? And he told Rav Ozner, no, you know, right afterwards, that tremendous atzlach, I made much more money than what I was supposed to get from the Yerusha. It's one of these stories that really, I, I don't know how a person could do something like that. Light it up with a fire, match, but shalom. They care shalom. So that's why, I mean, I'm, I'm reminded by this thing right here. Hasidish, Litvish, Yeshivish, Svaradik, doesn't matter. Bridge the gaps. We're all one. We're, in this year, we're here for one thing, for one purpose, to learn Torah together. I want to write to you for years to thank everyone for all the hard work that goes into making the shir so amazing. To you for preparing and giving the shir, which would not be possible without your just right amount of gaiva. To Gary for making all the cameras and computers work. I saw firsthand in Chicago how difficult that actually is. To Yosef Biliak for his next level editing of the videos. Many times the edited videos are even better and more understandable than the unedited shir. And to all of the many others who make the graphics to go do the fundraising and learn with you. When you were in Chicago, you called me out for being a hide in the back of the room guy. So 
Before this, this upcoming scene, I would like to ask you to encourage the other hide in the back of the room guys to attend the scene from Sechtes Yivames, even if it's not an MDY scene. Go and hide in the back. Just by being there, you'll inspire others. I myself went to a local non-MDY seum from Mesechtis Chagiga and I ended up inspiring four more people to start learning the Dab Yaimi just by being there. And I too was inspired to keep learning daily. So please get yourself out there and make the seum. He's 100% right. There's a lot of guys that are hiding in the back, guys. They're shy. They have anxiety from, uh, from public appearance. You got to get out there. Not you, Rabbi Miller. You're, you're not a hide in the back. What? What are you saying? Shy for me. No, they... they and I say this again, I, I once called out the shy guys and when they made this beautiful shabbat for my son in Barra Park, countless people came over and said, you know, I've never been to something like this. I'm only here because you asked me to come and get out of my shyness, one after another. So if you're shy, get out there, go to the seum and inspire other people just by being there. You don't realize, just by being there, you inspire other people. It was a pleasure seeing you in real life. Oh, who was this? Sorry, Noah Goldman. Mazel tov to the whole family in this upcoming seum. Noah Goldman from Chicago. And now from Motcha Schreiber, London. He came here the other day. And I didn't have a chance to say hello to him or goodbye to him. He just disappeared. So Baruch Hashem, he sent us an email. It was a pleasure seeing you in real life with so much enthusiasm every single day and great charts. I don't think I would have been able to end the vomits without you hooked up since Megillah. Thank you so much. Motcha, Motcha, not Mordcha. Motcha Schreiber, London. I guess they dropped the R in London. Yeah? Not mamish? All right, yeah, I know. The, so something interesting happened today. I got a $10,000 sponsor for the Kailo, and I'm gonna say his name, not his name, but what he wanted to say, Zechus for Shiduchim, for my nieces, and Zechus for my boys to have a Geshmak and Torah. Immediately afterwards, Yosef Biliak told me that somebody else sponsored the month. I'm going to pick this one over the other one. I'm going to kick the, because it's less words. So I told, I'm going to write to this tzaddik that sponsored that, uh, thank you, but no thank you. Or if he wants to sponsor no, another month or something else, Givaldi. Uh, maybe, but I have to ask Rishos. They don't know that. So I don't, you know, let them figure it out together. If they want to do both, Givaldi. The reason I don't want to do that is because my chavrus is going to take another 10 guys in the coil. And then I'm going to be stuck for the next one. I'm kidding. Today's sponsors, David and Denise, Joseph and family. For the yard side, huh? In the crowd, where is he? Oh, here he is. Shalom Aleichem, how are you? Where are you from? London, Shalom Aleichem. For the first yard side of my father, Moshe ben Yosef, Chof, Zayn Sivan, today, yeah? Your father's yard side? And you're here in Eretz Yisrael for the, the whole, the yard side, and you came there. I, I hope you didn't go to the Kaisal yet. <laughs> After, good. <laughs> Joel Mizrahi for Rabbi Jachter and Hello Jachter. Is that how you pronounce the name? First visit to MDY for Hillel's Bar Mitzvah trip. 
Now, when was your bar mitzvah exactly? July. Really? You look like you're 15, 16 years old. Beautiful. How long are you doing the daf? Since? Uh, since the year. Get over here. That's right. Get over here. Come on. Really? Hello. From Teaneck, New Jersey. Unbelievable. Shalom Aleichem. What a schos. From Brachas. Over 900 daf. How many did you miss? Uh, well, actually, because of you. Uh... It's my fault, of course. <laughs> no, 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 no. What happened? Let me hear. Say that uh, you should always uh, jump ahead. Exactly. So I did that for a couple months. Awesome. But, but yeah, but in between, I would like fall and I would write it down, whatever. And I realized, you know what? I'm just gonna go all the way back from the beginning. So I went from Sukkah, the end of Sukkah, with while you guys were at Moed. This is my fault. I'll take. I'll so, take no, no, no. it. So now I'm at Hagiga. So now I'm at Hagiga. I'm but are you now. with us in Yavamas? No. Mm. Mm. So, so let me tell you something. Skip your vomus. Skip your vomus, start Ksubas, okay? You'll finish Chagiga. I'm not skipping anything. (laughs) You're not a real Talmud. You're not a real. Get back to your seat. Get back. Wow. You sure you're from the beginning? Wow. That's crazy. All right. I think it's time to start learning Tyra here. We are holding Daf Kuf Tes Amud Beis. Like 19 lines from the bottom. So we have like this. Rabbi Isai, we're in the middle of a story where two brothers, the two Baldwin brothers, married two sisters. They're very similar in the way they dress and look, but they're different sizes. The reason is because one is a Ketana and one is a Gdoyla. Again, two brothers married two sisters. You understand what the problem is. The problem is that if one of the sisters falls liyibum, you can't be married to two sisters, the chaysisha. But one of them is only married midirabbanon, one of them is married midiraisa. The ktana is only dirabbanon, and the gdol is dirabbanon. Now, if this is what happens, look what happens over here. If the one married to the gdola, the dirabbanon one, Goes bye bye. So now the Gdoila falls liyibu midoy raisa, and the rest from Aleichem, I missed you. Wow, get over here. How, where were you? Okay, give up. Very shy. Yeah, wow, I missed you. I didn't miss you. I was asking about you. Actually, fine. So what happens is the Gdoila falls liyibu, but the problem is that there's a sister there. Now, what do you do with the sister? If you divorce the sister, the little one, then the big one becomes a achoyz grusha. She's the sister of divorcing, also a problem. And if Ruven gives chalitza to the small one, then because achoyz chalitza. So what do you do? So Reb Gamliel says, you, look, you wait. And if she does mion, and she annuls the whole marriage to begin with, retroactively, then Ruven can go ahead and be miyabem. But if not, listen to this. It's in the Mishnah, we learned it. If not, then when the Ktana becomes a Gdoila, she's able to kick the other Gdoila out. It's a huge Chiddush. The Gdoila fell Raisa. She has a Zika, she has a bond with Reuven. Six years later, or six days later, it doesn't matter when, the little one becomes a Gdoila. And she kicks out the other gdoyla. How does that work? How? 
Midaraisa, the other one is first. Listen to this Chiddush according to Rashi. My time to Rabbi Gimliel, how does it work? Is it? Here's the problem. The Ketano is the Rabbanon. And when she becomes a G'dayla, she becomes a Deraisa. But that happened way after Leah on the bottom was already Zakuk to her husband. So perhaps the Pshat is, Mishum de Kosovar, Kiddushik Tano. Now Hill, you have no idea what we're talking about, right? Because you didn't do any of Amas. No. You don't know what Yibum is, you don't know what is, Tzara, this, that, nothing. Chaim Snow's in the house, by the way, with somebody who doesn't want to be a shy in the back. The hide in the back guy. I'm asking you not to be a hide in the back guy. Okay. By the CM, you weren't such a high. Okay, fine. Let me show you. Is it because the condition of the youngster are hanging in the wings? And when she becomes mature and agdaila, the kedushin become a dairaisa together with her. As she becomes agdaila, her kedushin that were the rabbana become dairaisa. Even if he had no relations with her. So, according to Rashi, listen to this unbelievable chiddush, which needs a lot of explanation, but it's daf yomi. We'll leave that for the yeshiva guys for months. They could sit on this. How exactly does this work? When she becomes a gedayla, retroactively, three years ago, when he gave her the kiddushin, and that everybody admits is only the rabbanic kiddushin, it flips into a dairaisa kiddushin, and therefore, that ktana was actually married the Eraisa before her sister's husband died and, she, and her sister fell Yibum and Zika. That's how Rashi learns. Other Rishonim don't understand what's going on. How can you flip a Rabbanu Kedushin into the Eraisa Kedushin years later to be affected retroactively? Now, there's another problem here. Well, Tysus argues, but according to Tysus, how does Tysus understand? Tysus has to understand that yes, the, you'd think that the Zika came first. But he says, no. Since he made a, a t'nai sort of with this girl, he gave her money and he said, it should be chal when you become a gdayla. So since the t'nai was before the Zika, that t'nai has the power to kick the Zika out. That's how Tysus learns. Okay. Just, it's an ama- amazing stuff going on here, but we move on. So is that the pshat? Is the pshat that the kiddushin becomes retroactive According to Rashi. If. No. The Kiddushin that he did when she was a youngster is the Rabbanu Kiddushin. Nothing happens with that. But when she becomes an adult and he's Mekadosh her again, now he has the ability to kick out Leia the Yavama just with a new Kiddushin. And that's what the Gemara says. Yeah, that's the Pshat. Ibal in, Eloi by Allah. But if that is the case, you must create a kiddushin. You must have bia. You can't just rely on a kiddushin that you did five years ago. We're starting fresh. Fresh, there has to be a bia here. So, Omar Lay, so Rav tells him, Hainu time the Gamliel, exactly like the second shot. You're asking me, how is it possible if the, the, the youngster becomes an adult, she kicks out her sister? Because he holds that you could just have relations with one of the sisters and it kicks out the Yavama. He's 
The Kedushin is mevatel the Zika. You hear? You create a new Kedushin, even though the Zika came before the Kedushin, the Kedushin has the power to get rid of the Zika, the bond that you have in the Raisa. But, the, but, but on condition, he ball in, they have to have relations, he ball and we shouldn't discuss how does anybody in the world know if there was a beer or not. Okay, they saw them going, that's enough. Or This is the third time in our Masechta, and he's basically, I didn't look it up again, I forgot what I said last time, but I think Rav Sheshis is the only one in Shas, or from the only ones that uses this kind of language. When, when he, he realized that Rav made a mistake, he was such a fan of Rav, he realized Rav can't make mistakes. So therefore, what happens is, he says, if Rav made a mistake, it has to be that Rav was dozing off. He was in a semi-conscious state and he said something that didn't make sense and he didn't have the time to regret it and take it back because he fell asleep. And when he fell asleep, he forgot that he said it. Amino kinayim b'shochev Rav. It must be that he, he was falling asleep when he said this. Why? Because we learned in the name of Rav, if somebody gives Kiddushin to a minor, her Kiddushin are, are hanging there. What does it mean? It means that they're hanging until she becomes an adult. Doesn't say anything about Bia, it just says, you give the Kiddushin then, and that's it. You don't have to be boiled. Why does Rav say you have to be boiled? So he explains, no. It's not the pshat that halachically it's hanging. The Kedushan are hanging. And it's waiting for something to happen. It's hanging means in her mind. How does she view her marriage to this guy? What she says is, the oh, This big shot thinks that he's better than me. Why is he better than me? He could force me out of the marriage with what? With a get, he, a, a man doesn't have to ask the woman for a shus to give a get. And nowadays, yeah, there's never going to be a shus. But, hello, just get, you know what? I also have one up on him. I could just do me on. I don't even need a get. I could just say two words to him. I'm out of here. Marriage over. But she's thinking in her head, Talia, I'm waiting until I become an adult so I can lock this marriage in. That's, it's serious. Besovarav. Oh, that's it. So that's what it means. Okay, fine. No big cash from, from that price. Now the Gemara asks a number of times the same question from different places. Does Rav indeed think and hold that in order for the Tana's marriage to be a Deiraisa, he has to consummate the marriage? And if he doesn't, it's not it's not how. What if you have a Tana, a minor, who didn't perform Mion, Vigdila, and she became an adult. Va'amda Venises, and she got married to somebody else. Rav Omar, Rav says she doesn't require a get from the second one. Why? Why does she need a get? Because the first marriage is a perfect marriage, even though there's no Bia. She's a Tana. What happened? He gave her a ring when she was 10 years old. But nothing, no follow through, no be afterwards. Nevertheless, he says, don't worry about the second guy. The second guy is nothing. Why is he nothing? Because he tried to marry a woman that's already married. But what happened? How did they, how did they become married? The Kedushan he did when she was 10 years old is only the Rabbana. So you see over here, Rav, Rav Omar, 
Rav is of the opinion you don't need Bia. Why over here now Sugi says you need Bia? Shmuel and Shmuel argues with Rav and he says you need a get. My love came perfect, perfect time. Shalom Aleichem. What's your name? Shimon Pepper from Montebello near Munson. Shkoyach for coming. Wow. Who, who's the kid? My grandson. Grandson. With Just in time. My love. The ball. So I, it says over here, according to Rav, you need to be boiled over. It says you don't. Lie the ball. Well, wait a minute. I, I thought you were going to answer that. Why, why, why did I think that he was boiled? Because the, we have to think about Shmuel. I anticipated you're going to say, no, he's boiled. So he's boiled, so then how does Shmuel say that she needs a get? She's 100% married to the first guy. Why does she need a get from the second one? Eat the ball, my time with the Shmuel. Kosova called boil, that's Kedushan Rishonimu boil. Says the Gemara, I'll tell you why. What happened? He's married to this Tano for two years. Yes, they had relations after she was a Gdoilo. We never had intent. Rabbi Isai, going back. Yiddishkeit is about the Das, the intent. Yeah, you have a guy that goes to work. Two guys, two from guys go to the same job. They're both lawyers. One goes and has intent. He's going to work so he can pay the tuition for his children in yeshiva. And he's the, the, his whole day is about Taira and Akash Baruch and Yiddishkeit. And the other guy... This thing, yeah, I'm going to go to work, I'm going to make you a partner, I'm going to make a lot of money. This guy made it, he did the right thing. This guy, Nebuch, he missed the boat just because he didn't have the right intent. Yeah? So over here, the same thing. The guy has relations with his wife, who turned the G'dayla, but he never had intent to be in Kaddashah. So it doesn't work. And then Mela, the, other, the second guy, could sneak in and grab her, and he, therefore he needs a get. Says the Gemara, this idea that you have a weak marriage from a Ketana that turned into a G'dayla. Bezer Hashem, for whatever reason, I don't know, you see on the screen, you have the Gemara, it's underlined, on YouTube it doesn't show up. I had an idea I got to talk to you about. So just record it separately and let Yosef figure out where to put it. But for some reason it doesn't show up. That's how it has to be. At least that or maybe even the Tzur Sadaf, we have to figure it out. Anyway, or both. Akupanim. This idea that you have a katana, which is not such a great marriage, that turns into a marriage, we already have this machlag between Rav and Shmuel, what you're supposed to do. Ditmar, same, we already had this machlag, Ditmar, you have a, a person that gives kiddushin to a woman and says, on, on condition you don't have any tenoim, any mumim, you're not missing any legs or anything like that. And then, he goes ahead and he doesn't care about the Tanai. He doesn't care that she has Nadarim on her and she, she, she said all sorts of things. She's not going to eat this and she's not going to do this. Or worse, she's missing, I don't know what. She has a big mum. Rav says, Oh, the second guy you need to get. What happened? Is it a Kiddushin or not a Kiddushin? It's the same kind of question by us. You have a Ketana 
that goes into a gedayla. It's a weak marriage going into a gedayla. And over here also, it's a weak marriage. What happened? Is, is the t'nai kayim, not t'nai? Now, the Gemara explains, Rabbi, why do you need to get this guy, the first guy, the guy, he got married, he made a t'nai, but the fact that he's with his wife, he, we have to assume he's Michael everything. Yeah? Huh? Yeah. Obviously, the, uh, well, there's other, I don't know if we have to stick it in there, but so if he's with her, so obviously he doesn't want to be stamazana, and he, he has in, intent for Kiddushin. I made it tonight before, he's Michael tonight. There's a famous, because it's Moshe uh, Shabbos, we have all night long. Rav Shimshim Pinkos, the famous idea in Yiddishkeit, why, why does Hashem put us on this world? If He loves us so much, He should just give us straight Ganeiden. Let's put us in there. What is it? Why do we have to go through this whole thing? So the famous answer is, people will be embarrassed. Or just show up there, get freebies. We want to work for it. So as Rav Shimshim Pinkos, I don't understand. He gives us all the tools in the world. He gives us everything we need. And then we're not going to be embarrassed. What? You give a guy, you give a guy uh, a meal in a restaurant, you do this, and then if you eat the meal in the restaurant, I'll give you a free house. Okay, but I, you gave me a free meal. That's also embarrassing. They gave me a free meal. You gave me this. It's, it's, where did the busha run away? Everything that he, Akashbaru gave us, the Torah, everything is free. Everything is a busha. The whole thing is a busha. So he says, Gevalt. The answer is better than the Kasha, maybe, if you don't understand the Kasha. But he says a beautiful marshal. He says that there's a very poor girl, an orphan, Yisayma. So one guy goes ahead and he says, listen, here's $20,000. I want you to use this money to get married and to make a chasm. So she's very embarrassed. She didn't do anything to earn it. Guy came over there. She doesn't know what to do, to take it, not to take it. Another guy comes over and says, I want to marry you. And he marries her and he's, he's very wealthy and she lives a whole life. So, so the woman that he marries, obviously, no busha, what busha? She's more demanding, give me more, what are you doing? Don't spend your money. She starts telling him what to do. Same thing says Rav Shemshim Pinkus with Klai Yisrael Kishbaru. gives us because he loves us. So he gave us this, the Torah, which is the, the, the best way. The more he gives us, the more we have... We have that connection with him, that love, and Mimela, then we go into Ilam Haba as a wife, as, as, as somebody that's close. Oh, now we feel comfortable. The closer you are with somebody or Akosh Baruch, the more, the less bush you have. Nobody has a busha to go over to a father and say, hey, give me money, I need money, I need this. And nobody has a busha. You have busha from a neighbor, from somebody you don't, you don't know. Okay. So over here, you have this idea of achli He feels close to her. Oh, close, fine. I made a condition with you. Forget the condition. I'm Michael. Ushmul Amar, Menu Get. You don't need a get. When? There was a Tnai called Aboyal Adas Kedushin, or Shoinim, who boyal. So he made the, the Kedushin, when he gave her the ring, he said, on, on condition that you don't have any mumim, you don't have any nidarim, uh, anything. And there was, so forget it. He's mevat of the whole thing. So we have two machloikism, two, the same machloikism seems like double. Why did they argue on both? 
Now, this is Akdamat and Masechtis Ksubas because Rashi brings a Girsa from Ksubas, but in our Gemara it's written a little differently. So it's a good thing that we remember that less than two weeks from now we're starting brand new Masechta, Ksubas, one of the most Kishmakta Masechtas in the world. Every Shiva guy loves Masechtis Ksubas, besides Hillel, who's going to be learning Masechtis Yivamas next week. <laughs> Says the Gemara, Vi'itmar Baha, oh sorry, Tzricha. Uh, different, different girsa. Fine. The itmarahi, if it only says the case with the tenai, which is a weak kiddushin, it's about the tenai, and he's moichel the tenai. So that's why you need to get. But by Ktano, that, that grew up, maybe he admits that's different. Vidmar Baha, and if, it, if you'd say it just by the, the Machlag is by Ektano, Machkom Shmuel, Bahach, by Etnaim, Moidele Rav, Tzricha, fine. Each one has, is a little bit closer. One is closer to Rav, one is closer to Shmuel. Umiyama Rav, another question. Umiyama Rav, Ibal in Eloi Baaloi. Again, we're talking about Ektano that becomes a Doila, and Rav says, well, we're going according to the Pshat. One Pshat was an incredible Chiddush. The Gemara didn't stick with that one. That when you, when she turns into Gdoila, her Kiddushin she did three years ago retroactively turns into Doiraisa. That the Gemara didn't go with. The Gemara saying, no, we're starting fresh and she requires a Bia. But the Rab really say that? There's a story in the town, Narash. He gave her Kiddushin. He didn't marry her. He gave her a ring when she was a Ktana and she became a Gdoila, she became an adult. So here's the picture again. This is Apurya. The, he put her on one of these kawa things, a cherry, whatever it is. Maybe not exactly like that, but he put her on that. So the Gemara understands a what? A uh, who? Palaquin? Yep, spell that, doctor. <laughs> Okay, bah, you got it wrong. That's not how we spelled in Panovich. So they're schlepping her on this chair. Comes a maneuver on the way to the chasana. He, he says, you know what? He gave you three candies. I'm giving you a whole bag. Yeah, come to my house. So she left. She went. Now you have to understand that the Talmudim of Rav, obviously everything they say and do goes according to Rav. And they were there. They said, no, you don't need a get. But where's the Bia? Why not? You shouldn't need a... The answer is, because obviously you see, you don't need Bia. So do you need Bia or you don't? Omer Papa, no Raya from there. Inorish was different. There's no Raya from her sitting on this couch that she's, she wasn't Nival yet. That's not how it went then. It was, there was Bia before, and then they did a party. Different over there. Rashi Omar, who was a Shalaika No, you're right. Halachically, she shouldn't require a get from the second guy. He actually is the real husband. Why? Because they never consummated the marriage, the first guy, and he chapped her great. But what happened was, Chacham got upset at him. He did a, a boo-boo. You don't do that. She's on the way to the chasen in a limo. You don't chop her. Because he chopped her, Chacham went ahead and destroyed his marriage. 
We say, I'm So therefore, they could go into my Kiddushin and annul my Kiddushin if they want. Hefker, Bezin, Hefker, etc. So, okay, fine, we'll finish this sugya. I can understand the idea of Hefker, Bezin, Hefker. Chacham have the right to take away money, monetary stuff from people, take away her Kiddushin from her, take her ring away from her. But what do you do about Since he said, they took his Bia and they said it's not a Kenyan Bia, it's a Bia of Znos. Fine. By the way, who was Shalai Gohagen? They must have Shalai Gohagen. Say the story, I said it once before, but everybody forgot it already. There was a guy who was on his deathbed, a and he needed to get his money to his wife who was in a different country. Let's say he went for treatment in the hospital and the treatments didn't work. He's in a different country. He's lying in his bed over there. So you see some guy, so a guy looks, you know, like Jewish a little bit. He says, do me a favor. Take my money and bring it to my wife. So the guy says, how much are you going to pay me? So you want to get paid? Okay, I heard you're going anyways. No, I'm going, but I want you to pay me. She says, okay, I'll give you 5%. So let me think about it. He comes back and says, 10%. The kids are before, the guy knows that he wants 20%. He sees he only has two days to live. If he doesn't make a deal with this guy, he says, you know what? Take whatever you want. Let me write in a star. Give my wife whatever you want. That's what he wrote. Those were the words. Give my wife whatever you want. So the guy is all excited. He's going to have 20%. And he takes the whole sack of money, a million dollars. He starts. He goes on the plane. He's there. On the way on the plane, he says, wait a minute, the guy said, give her whatever I want. 30% sounds, you know, I'll take 30%, why not? 70, 30, so I'm doing a lot of work. An hour into the flight, he's a shtigalai. 60, 40, 50, 50. Before he knows it, by the time he lands, he's giving her 5%. 5%. He comes to her with a sack of money, he says, listen, here, your husband said, give my wife whatever you want. So I'm giving you. I think it's fair if you take 5%, I take 95%. So she says, what are you talking about? Are you crazy at this? My husband, that? Let's go to the Rav. Go to the Rav. Rav says, uh, how much do you want? She says, I want 95%. She says, oh, it says in the star, give her whatever you want. <laughs> so give her the 95%. So give her 95% and you take 5 He acted Shalaika Huygen? So they did back to him Shalaika Huygen. This is a certain you saw it like that. Doesn't mean that the rabbi really read it like that. But he saw this guy as a manoval. A manoval, you treat like a manoval. Okay. Zog the Gemara. Now, Omar Aviyud HaMashmul. Halacha Yazer. We have a three-way machlaikis in the Mishnah Daf Kuftes Omar Aleph. Again, the story was you have the two brothers married to two sisters. One is a Gdoyla, one is a Ktana, as you see on the screen. <laughs> and then one of the brothers married to the Gdoyla goes bye bye. Now, what do you do? So, one shita is. You teach her to do miyun, and when the little one does miyun, then the only one left over is the adult, and then she, you can be mekayim, the mitzvah, the rice of, of Yibam. Then we have Rav Gamliel, we just discussed Rav Gamliel at length. You don't teach her, but if she does it, and then she, if she doesn't do it, then she turns into a and 
And Rabbi Shua says, there's nothing you can do over here. Everybody loses. Both women have to be divorced. Get out of here. Shalom Yisrael. You give uh, a get, you give chalitza. Okay. Says the Gemara over here, the halacha is like, on Rabbi Shmuel, halacha that you teach her to do meon. So remember this, because the Gemara says it over here. The Gemara is going to say the same thing on Ahmed Bez, something else. Okay. The official mission of the Spanish Nishmas, Reb Meir Yechiel Ben Reb Avram Zuchroinel Racha. A person who's married to two Yisoyimim, two Ketanos. What does that mean? Two marriages that are the Rabbanon, Vameis, and he dies. You could do Bia, you could be Miabim, you could do Chalitza. When do you do Chalitza? You can't do Chalitza to Ketana. You do it too, you make sure that she becomes a Gdayla. The point is, since they're both the Rabbanon, they're on the same level, they're exactly the same type of person, you do a chalitza, and both of them go bye-bye. Not literally, but yeah. So now, we just said, by a ketana, you have two options. Either yibum or chalitza. And when the, gemara, when the Mishnah says, v'chein shtei chalitza, the Gemara is going to say, I don't mean those two options. I mean the same kind of Allah applies, but only yibum. There's no chalitza by chereshes. Again, a cheresh means a person who can't hear and can't speak. So halachically, they have, a, they have the halacha of a shaita. And therefore, their kiddushin is only midrabbanon. Same thing as a ketana. ABS achas mehem, sorry. Vechein shtei chershos, ketana vechiresh, sorry. Vechein shtei chershos, you do either yibam or chalitza, and the Gemara is going to say it's not chalitza. Now, ketana vechireshes, what if you have two drabbanons, but two types, one is a ketana, one is a chereshes, now it changes. One does not patter the other. Why? Says Rashi, also something that needs a lot of explaining. He says, we don't know who he loves more. What do I care? Because whoever he wants more, says Rashi, is, is his wife. I don't know. Somebody has good shot here. I don't know. Rashi says, not me. Okay? Yeah. See in the Gemara. Says Gemara, and we don't have it in the uh, whatever. No pshat over there. But if you have a doi raiso, or pikachas. By the way, I'll just tell you this: How do you draw a chireshes? Anybody? How do you draw chireshes? I wanted to draw chireshes. I called up Avi. Like, how do? Do I put a, a hearing aid? It's not so nice. What do I do? Put an X on her ear? What, what exactly do you do? I'm going to show you and introduce to you a new character, a boy side, something special. I think, I think Dailam will appreciate this. It took some chachma. This is 1.30 in the morning with Yoshi. This is a pikeach. He has everything going for him. He has ears, he has a mouth, everything. This is a cherish. He's holding his ears and his mouth in his hand. Both. He doesn't have any. This is the pikachas. And this is not such a pikachas. She's holding her ears and her mouth in her hand. Okay. 
So, ein biyazachas membederes rosso pikachas vichiresches. You have a deraisa with a derabanan. One is a, a deraisa marriage, one is the derabanan. Biyaz pikachas pateres achiresches. The yibum of the pikachas pateres the chiresches. Vein biyaz achiresh pateres is a pikachas. Obviously, yibum with the with the deraisa works for the derabanan. But if you do yibum with the derabanan, it doesn't work for the deraisa. Again, a deraisa and a derabanan. The gdoyla is deraisa, ktana is derabanan. Bias hagdoyla, pateres hagdana. If he does yibum to the gdoyla, it's good enough. Bain bias hagdana, pateres hagdoyla. Says the Gemara, it seems like from the Mishnah that you could do yibum and chalitza to a deaf mute. Vichiresh is bas chalitza, yivasnan, cherish and echlat, vichiresh chalitza, vichiresh minakotan. Whether the man is a deaf mute or the woman, chalitza subsula. Why? Because it says in the Pasuk, and we had this, There's certain psukim, as you saw in this uh, skit we did over here, you have to say psukim. And if you can't say, you're mute, you can't say, so you're not in the parsha. Ah, I'm going to ask the oil of a question, everybody should know the answer. But we learned that you don't have to say the psukim. If you miss the psukim, it's okay, as long as you spit. So what's the answer? If a person knows how to talk and he forgot the psukim, it's okay. But if a person can't talk, it's not in the, he's not in the parish at all, it's not okay. Great. When it talks about a chiresh, we're only saying that what you should do is yibum, not chalitza. And that's very important to the whole sugya, and especially tomorrow, that you could mess up a chiresh big time. She gets stuck without ever getting married. Because you don't have the option of chalitza. The only option you have with her is yibum. That's it. And get afterwards is fine. Why? Why is get okay? She's not, she doesn't have das. Because he needs das, not her. So Rabbi says a bomb. Drops a bomb here. And that's what the Gemara is going to talk about for the rest of the night, because we're going to one o'clock today, he makes a distinction between the chireshes. Kam bichireshes mikara. If this woman in our Mishnah is deaf mute, twenty three eleven, I get it. If she's deaf mute from the beginning of her life, then what? Then it's okay. She could use chalitza. There's a difference if she was. With it, and then later on she became a deaf mute. You hear this? Since she got married through sign language, she divorced her with sign language. She doesn't need to say, She could go like this and do whatever the guy, the, the guy in the African funeral over there. Yeah, you can do that. And it works. Why? Because that's how she got married. The way she got married, that's how she goes out. But that, that Nelson Mandela's fear. Yeah. Says Gemara. Now, to explain that a little bit, just so we hop what's going on here. Well, what do you mean? But Khalisa doesn't work. No. She's only married mid She When she got married, she was the Rabbanon Kiddushin because she's deaf mute. Deaf mute can't get married mid so Rabbanon have the power to say the Chalitza works for her. She's only married to Rabbanon. She could actually walk away. So Rabbanon said, you know what? Let's give her a Chalitza. She got married like that. Fine. 
she was 100%. And then later on, she became a says, no. Why? She needs to be able to read. So now, what's interesting, everybody turn to the Kuf Yud Beis, Omad Beis. Gotta see this. If you have it, there is a massive Mishnah. Really, really large Mishnah. And lucky for us, we are going to do a lot of that Mishnah tonight. And when we get to the Kuf Yud Beis, Omad Beis, we'll be very familiar with it. Abaya asks four questions basically from this Mishnah to prove that there is no difference when she became deaf-mute. Whether she was born like that, whether she was before the wedding, after the wedding, there's no difference. There's no chalitza across the board. There's no chalitza. The Gemara agrees. There's no, there's no chalitza. At the end of the day, there's no chalitza. But it takes four questions to get to that thing. So let's do it. And they're all the same, basically. The same idea, all questions. And they're the same story, but with the variations. If you look at the screen, you'll see there's like 20 charts just like this. And you can just leave it like that. What happened? Okay, like this. Fine. And just variations, I got me variations. Okay. So here's Abaya. Is it possible to say that if she was like this to begin with, you, she could perform Chalitza? But it's not. It says in the Mishnah, there are two brothers. There's a Pikeach, he has, he's able to hear and speak in the, the Cheresh. And they're married to two women, not sisters. Because later on we're going to have the identical case with sisters. And Rashi says, the Pikeach marries the Pikachas, it makes a lot of sense. And the Cheresh, the Cheresh. By the way, Erev Shabbos, I didn't have all these drawings, so I made my own Pikachas. Now, if you look closely, the Pikachas has a mustache. It's possible sometimes, the top one. Why? Because I talk. I took the hat from the woman and I took her shoes and I just, and then later on I'm like, I'm like whoa, this doesn't look so good. So I, I right away messaged Yoshi. He was making early Shabbos. I'm talking about, you know, half hour before Shabbos. I said, uh, dude, help me out here. So, Mosi Shabbos, he sends me like six things and of course it comes 10 minutes before Shir. But Baruch Hashem, I was able to, um, here, this is what the new improved one looks like. This is a Pikachas. No mustache, no that. Okay, fine. So, so what happened? The Cheresh goes bye-bye, as you can see this picture. The Cheresh married to the Cheresh's, what kind of marriage is it? The Rabbanon. So the Rabbanon woman falls the Yibam to a Deiraisa man, okay. There's no sisters, there's nothing going on. So the Cheresh dies. What should the top guy do? Now, is there Chalitza here? Is there an option to Cheresh's? No. So the only option is Kainas. He could be Miyabimer. And then afterwards, he could divorce her. What happens if the Piker guy goes bye-bye? He's the, the husband of the Pikachas. Now he has a little bit of a problem because as a Pikachas that falls to him, he is only the Rabbanon kind of guy, but it's a Zikid He cannot do Chalitza. Why can't he do Chalitza? Because he's a Cheresh. Cheresh cannot do Chalitza. The only thing he can do is Yibum. 
Could he give her a get? No. Why can't he give her a get, Benny? He's a shaita. So, no get. My love, Oh, says Abaya, Averaya, that what? That even in the case, when she's a chireshes. To begin with, you see a raya against Rabbah that there's no chalitza to any kind of chireshes. doesn't matter when she became a chireshes. Loy, not a good raya. Both of them, the, the chireshes used to be normal. She had good hearing, good, she was able to speak. And her husband also, they were both on the same thing and they both became chereshim later on in life. Okay. Sponsored by Moshe Yorner on the hills and sponsored on the Spanish Sanal, Lats Lucha, Ruchni, and Gashmi from Murad Nakash, introducing me to MDY. Toshma, another case, same kind of raya. Here you go, two smart guys. Now, the only thing that changes is that the bottom guy is also a Pikeach. I didn't switch him out to another one, but fine, different time. When we get to Yud Beis, hopefully everything will be straightened out. But one of them, is not a shaita, one of them is a shaita. Meis pikeach bal chireshes. So the pikeach who's married to the chireshes dies. So now we have a chireshes who's only the rabbanon. You can't perform chalitza. She falls to the pikeach. Koines, what does he do? He's miyabimer vimratza roitza loitzi yoitzi. Meis pikeach bal pikeachas. What if the deraisa one? Woman falls liibum. Mayas pikeach bal chireshes oy choyletz oy miyabim. He can perform chalitza. My love, midhu pikeach mikara. He nami chireshes mikara. So going back to the first case, it says in this case, let's go back. This case, the chireshes. The only thing you can do is yibum. And there's no chalitza. Now the chayra midhu pikeach mikara. Since he's normal, he's a regular person. And he's always normal. He's born normal. He didn't become normal later on in his life. He's always he never mikara. So the chayra, they, they, they're equal. He was always normal. She was always a chiresh. It's great. Here's a raya that you don't do chalitza even if you are a deaf mute from day one. This is going to be the year. What kind of raya is that? He's normal from the day he's born. But hakidisa, and she became chiresh later on in life. No good raya. Eisvei, another raya. So you have to go here. Oh. The Bikach and the Khairish. Nisum Shtayachoyos. Oh, pay attention. Now the only thing that changed is that they are sisters. You see? It says in small words in pink, they are sisters. Two brothers married two sisters. One is a Bikachas, one is a Khairish. Now we're throwing another wrench into the whole story. What's the difference if they're sisters? Now we have a problem of Achaisisha. You can't marry, you can't be miyabim, your wife's sister. So what do you do? And where is it a problem? One is a deaf mute, one isn't. Oh, the cheresh goes bye bye. We don't have to say bye bye by him. He dies. Potato had died. Whew, what a relief. We should have done the holy bombs like this, no? Now, the Chireshes, she's only the Rabbanon, so she needs to leave. She has to go. Why? Because Pikeach and Pikachas have a very strong marriage, and she's a sister of the wife. The pink is the sister of the green. 
Green is first, she's a pikachas, she's in there. So pink should go out without anything. Mace pikach, bal pikachas, but what if it's the reverse? The pikach guy goes bye bye. He dies, sorry, he dies. So now, what does the Rabbana guy do? Listen to this. He has to divorce his wife. Could the Cherish give the Pikachas Chalitza? No. Why can't he marry her? Because he just divorced his wife. So what's the Fine. Says the Gemara, You'll say, we're talking about a Pikeach. The guy that died was a Pikeach and then afterwards became a Cherish. If that's the case, he can't divorce his wife. After his marriage, she became a deaf mute, he could give her a get. Why? Because you don't need her das. Even though she doesn't have das, you could give her a get. Nishtatis, if she became a shaita, loyoitzi. Why can't you divorce a shaita? She doesn't need das. You're right, she doesn't need das. Says Rashi, we don't want shaitim unmarried in the street. They don't know how to protect themselves. So in order, we need a man to protect her. She'll be mufker to, 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 to who knows what. That's exactly the rabbi. What? Give out. Okay, that's a different story. Oh, this is the Allah we're looking for. What if he becomes a shaita? He doesn't have the power to give a get. So you want to say that just like when he got into this marriage, he was deaf mute, but he's able to get into marriage. How? With sign language. That's why he could get out. Kids, the whole Mishnah is going to be the same kind of person. We're talking about people that they were always in the same category, the same thing. She was a Cherish all the way from the beginning. She's a Cherish. And the sisters of Cherish. And Nachri is all, every, the whole Mishnah. And one of the cases is when they're not related, you only, you only do Yibam and no Chalitza, even though they were deaf from day one. So you see, not like Rabbah, that is a, Rabbah says there's a difference. Deaf from day one, not deaf. Here you see there's no difference. Ishtik. Ooh, so Rabbah didn't know what to answer. Why do you ask from this? At the end of the day, you could say the whole Mishnah is not the same category. Part of the Mishnah is like this, part of the Mishnah is like that. Part of the Mishnah, she was deaf from day one. Part of the Mishnah, she's not deaf. What? He could, if he wants to be deaf like you. Different, different parts of the Mishnah. It would have been much better to answer from the first part of the Mishnah, which you skipped, Abaya. It's the first part, says Tais, is the Mishnah. It's stronger, it's better, everything is good. The what? Okay, basically, I'll tell you real quickly. We're going to say six cases, they're all identical. Why? No, they're not identical. But the point is, it's all the Rabbanon. Okay, if both husbands are Hershim, no matter who they marry, the marriage is a Rabbanon marriage. So they could be married to two Pikhais. They could be married to two Hershais. 
They could be married to one and one. It doesn't matter. They are the Rabbanan. And what if the wives are, are Hershim? The same thing. So we keep on going. Two Hershim married to two Hershim, the Rabbanan. Two Hershim married to a Pekach and a Hersh, the Rabbanan. Two. Oh, end of the story. Okay, that was the last one. The point is all the Rabbanan. Let's see inside. Bottom line is, the marriage is the Rabban. And if the two wives that are sisters are deaf mute, doesn't matter who their husbands are, it's the Rabban. Or even better yet, they're all four of them are Kherishim. It's all a marriage the Rabban. One on one. They're sisters, the Padam of Khalizmi. But if they're not sisters, they're not related, they, you can perform Yibo them. says Rav Yosef, the Rebbe, right? Rav Yosef is Abaya's Rebbe. Abaya and Rav is Rebbe. So he's helping out Abaya. Here I have a bomb Raya that doesn't matter when you become a Cherish. If you're talking about a case where they were not deaf mute. And later on they became deaf mute. You don't have the right to give a get in such a case. But nah, who we have before. If he becomes a cheresh, he cannot give a get. He's a shaita. We have to make a distinction that we're talking about a cheresh to start out with, and he got married with sign language, he could get the board sign language. Well, this is not fair to say when we have one case and a husband is a cherish and he was always a cherish, so his wife who's a cherish is, is identical to him. That is it's in one case. We're not going to another case. Within the same case. You see that you don't do chalitza in any case, even if she was always a cherish. We're just going to do one more sugi here and we'll stop like four lines from the bottom. I love the Lashen. They were sitting there, gathered a lot of people around them, in the middle of the marketplace, throwing out the Torah. He's asking a question, he's saying it, answer back and forth. Bamri, listen to this. Our mission says that a person who's married to two women, but they're both the Rabbanon women, but different types of the Rabbanon. One is a Ketana, one is a Chireshes. And when the mission says, you can't get away with just doing Yibum to one. That's because the brother was married to two Rabbanons and he is a derisive kind of person. This is what Rashi brought before. This Svara, if a person likes one of these women more than the other, she becomes his wife more than the other. So she would fall the Yibam. I don't know which one fell the Yibam. Why? What's the Svara over here? Maybe he likes the minor. Why? Because one day, she's going to become a normal person. You just have to wait a little bit. Patience. Or perhaps, no, he likes the deaf mute. Right now, she's an adult. But they make a distinction. What if they fell from a deaf mute? So think about it without looking inside. 
Who does the deaf mute like more? His deaf mute wife or the minor? Obviously, he likes the deaf mute. They're the same. They speak the same language, same sign language, the same type of handicap. It's the same thing. No, the other one is also his wife. I mean, the Rabbanon. The both the Rabbanons. The both the Rabbanons. So now I know who the wife is. Now I know who to do Chalitza to or Yibam to us. That's the Galdea. Uh, sorry. Two things are going for her. First of all, she's, a, she's an adult. Second of all, it's, it's the same type of person. But we said back, it's not true. And that's how we pass in. It doesn't matter who the, who the husband was. At the end of the day, we have a Suffolk. Have a wonderful week. <laughs>